Everything you desire to be and do is already in you, just waiting to be let out. You have dreams, you have goals, and your passion is desperate to run free. You are a woman, and you can be everything you desire. I'm Elaine Johnston, and I created this podcast and community to walk hand-in-hand with women just like you to help you break away from all the societal stigmas and to give you the tools you need to achieve your dreams. Through the power of meditation and a positive mindset, you can manifest the person God created you to be. After all, she's already inside you just waiting to be let out. It's time to come back home to you. You're listening to The Prodigal Daughter. Hey everyone, welcome to the Prodigal Daughter Podcast. I am your host, Elaine Johnston, and you are listening to episode 12. And this week, we are talking about the importance of a morning routine, specifically why a morning routine sets the course for our entire day. But before we get into that, I want to highlight one of the reviews for this podcast. So I am reading from See Mom of Eight, titled Relatable Wisdom. Elaine has such a beautiful heart and voice. I have listened to all of her episodes so far on this amazing new podcast. Elaine has wisdom beyond her years. I am glad she is living so purposefully, yet imperfectly and sharing that with all of us. I don't even know her, but feel like I do. See Mom of Eight, thank you so much for that incredibly sweet review, and I am just super honored that you love the show and love getting to listen to each episode. So grateful for that. If you want to be featured in this podcast review highlight, would you mind leaving an honest review of the show and maybe your favorite parts of the show, and also maybe things that you might be looking forward to in future episodes. Also, I just wanted to do a quick recap over what we talked about last time. So we addressed the topic of hustle, flexing that hustle muscle, when to utilize it, the pros and cons of hustle, specifically why hustle isn't sustainable long term. Now, I know the title of that alone. Some of you were messaging me and and were saying, oh, wait, but hustle is necessary in some instances. Hustle isn't always that bad, or or, this depends on your definition of hustle. And I completely understand that. I completely agree. But in the specific episode, I talked about how we can utilize hustle to our advantage. So if you missed that episode and or you're interested in the topic of hustle, feel free to listen to last week's episode after you listen to this one or before, whatever your preference is. Okay, so why is a morning routine important? Why should we set a morning routine? So I have a couple different ideas on why a morning routine sets the course for our entire day. So the reason I am talking about morning routine this week is because I actually had a poll a couple weeks ago on my Instagram stories about 
future topics, future things that you all want to hear more about for me to dig even deeper into. And the topic of morning routine came up specifically on the question was, what's the best way to start your day? What things should you implement every single morning to ensure success or to ensure a positive mindset? So the first thing that I'm going to be talking about is the best way to start our day. And honestly, to answer that question, it literally just depends on what works for you. So the best way to start the day is to start your day that is most beneficial for you. This honestly depends on your schedule and what you enjoy doing. How you start your day depends on how other people and your household starts their day. So for instance, if you have kids or if you have a spouse who works odd hours or gets up earlier than you or gets up later than you, this all kind of reflects on how we can best start our day. This can look different every single day, every single week, every single month. It kind of fluctuates. So being open to that one, being open to the flow of things. But I do think it is important to have specific things that you try to reach for every single day. My biggest advice for this is do what feels good. So I've been doing yoga recently with my husband and the person that we've been watching which I'll actually link below in the comments because I've absolutely loved this 30-day yoga session. But something that she really practices is the mantra of doing what feels good. And so I have kind of utilized that specifically on how I start my morning, what feels good today. Whenever I wake up in the morning, what feels good right now? What feels good in this moment? I also want to preface that because things change, We should be reasonable on what goals we set for ourselves every morning because we're not always going to meet every single goal in the morning. So we're not going to do exactly the same thing as we did yesterday. And tomorrow may look a little differently than today. So we need to be reasonable. So we can have a schedule laid out for us. So we're going to wake up. We're going to make a pot of coffee. We're going to do our meditation. We're going to journal. We're going to go to the gym. We're going to set intentions for the day. We're going to speak affirmations. We're going to listen to music. We're going to have a dance session in the kitchen. We're going to drink our green juice and all this stuff. We're going to have a balanced breakfast all within an hour (laughs) before we actually have to start our day. So those are amazing things to strive for. But The thing is, we need to give ourselves grace in that. You may hate green juice. (laughs) You may hate coffee. You may hate dancing, whatever it is. Like, do what feels good for you. Do what works for you. Do whatever you think is going to fully benefit you that morning. So the second thing is, why is a morning routine necessary for substantial growth? I honestly believe how you show up in the morning sets the course for your whole day. Typically speaking, Waking up on the wrong side of the bed means that we're going to, quote, have a bad day, but we have the power to choose in how we live out each day. So if you wake up groggy and just didn't want to get up out of bed today, you slept through your alarm, you missed a full hour to yourself of practicing self-care, or you missed the full hour of journaling, and you didn't really get to enjoy your morning, you're rushing out the door, It's important 
to recognize those patterns in the morning and how typically how we start our day is how we're going to end our day or, or how we are going to live throughout the day. Our actions, our thought patterns, our feelings, all of those things wrapped up together can be depicted on how our morning goes for us. But that doesn't mean that it's fixed. You can wake up and not have to set any alarms. You can be all excited to start the day. You can have all the energy, be in the best mood possible. You don't even need coffee. And then something could happen that could throw off your day. Or you could wake up, like I said, on the wrong side of the bed. You could have not gotten the best sleep. You could have been tossing and turning all night. You may not physically feel the best, but you choose to still take on the day. Even if you slept through your alarms, you may not have been able to cultivate a peaceful morning, but you can cultivate, you can take action. You can implement different things to cultivate a peaceful afternoon or a peaceful day, or at least have the mindset of regardless of what happened this morning, I choose in this moment to live fully and do the very best that I can. So what does my typical morning routine look like? How do I start my day? Well, like I mentioned previously, this kind of depends on the week. For the most part, I get up in the morning. I normally set like five or six alarms because honestly, as much as I love early mornings, I'm not someone who enjoys waking up early. Does that make sense? Like, or I guess I don't even enjoy waking up. That sounds so bad. Um, but yeah, like if I'm even in the middle of the afternoon, if I've been woken up from a nap, I'm, I just feel groggy and I'm just like, no, I need my solitude. I need my moment of myself. I need a good hour before I have to go meet people for coffee or before I go to the gym or whatever that looks like, whatever uh, my schedule looks like for that day. I need that moment. So I am not a morning person though I love mornings. I do love having that time to myself. I just don't always enjoy looking at the clock and it be four or five in the morning. That's just not who I am. But coffee helps, so I digress. Anyway, so I wake, I typically wake up and sometimes a little known fact about me, um, maybe you know this or not. If you know me personally, you probably know this, but I teach VIP kid in the mornings. And if you don't know what that is, I actually get to teach English to Chinese kids online. So typically, a few days out of the week, I kind of spend a couple hours in the morning teaching them English. But because of the time zone difference, I do have to wake up early. I'm forced to wake up. That is my job. <laughs> you know, I have to get up early in order to teach these wonderful students. But regardless if I teach or not, I try to wake up and have coffee and journal I have, I try to focus on my gratitude. I try to focus on affirmations. I don't always get there, to be honest. I don't always do that. I don't journal every day. I aspire to journal every day. It doesn't happen. I do, however, journal at least once a week. And then once I've taught, or even if I don't teach in the morning, I have coffee with my husband typically at home, and I try to read a book. I try to read a chapter or I try to read a section every day. Again, this does not happen every day. And honestly, at the moment of recording this episode, today was actually the first time that I've read in a couple of days. So a perfect morning for me would be wake up, have coffee with my husband, 
journal, read a book. Recently, I've actually started to practice a little meditation with my husband. Again, this is not an everyday thing. This is only a recent thing. But we've been trying to find time, especially weather permitting, to go outside for 30 minutes and just sit in silence. Or I guess sit in nature. Nature isn't always completely silent. But just sit there and just take it all in. Take in the nature. Focus on breathing. Focus on contemplative thought. All of those things. And then after that, I go get ready for the day. I do my makeup, I do my hair, I look at my schedule, I look at my to-do list, I look at my calendar, and then I can fully step into my day. This also depends on the time of year for, for myself, specifically because April through September, my husband run a concessionaire business, and we work about 70-ish baseball games throughout the season. And we work nights, obviously, and we can show up to work anywhere between 3 to 5 p.m. And sometimes we don't get home until midnight. So of course, I'm not going to get up at 4 or 5 in the morning and then teach children (laughs) and teach English to children online. That's just not how that's going to be. I probably won't wake up early those next mornings. But the good thing is we kind of work almost on an on and off a week basis. So that kind of works out on the off weeks. It works out better on the off weeks to actually get up early. But I can guarantee you, unless I have to go meet somebody, I probably won't be up until 8 or 9 a.m. the morning after those ball games. Sometimes I like to change up the pace. Sometimes I sleep in a little later. Sometimes I don't teach. Sometimes I wake up and go straight into coffee. Sometimes I enjoy coffee at a local coffee shop on the weekends and spend my morning hiking. Um, It it really just depends. But I I try to have coffee and journal and read a book and meditate. But of course, those things, I don't accomplish those things every single day, and that's okay. And in the past, I have had to change and shift and pivot um, different things that I was doing in the morning because they just weren't working for me. They weren't working for my schedule, whether that was temporarily or whatever that looks like, whatever, depending on my schedule, depending on my work schedule, depending on the time of the year. But I just want you to know that it's okay if things that used to work for you in the past no longer serve you. If things don't work for you, it's okay to change those things. I also want to talk about the importance of a nightly routine. Did you know that your night routine also reflects a morning routine? How we show up in the morning potentially changes the trajectory of how we show up throughout the day. But also, how we show up at night can set the course for the next morning as well. Recently, and only recently, like within the last month or so, my husband and I have tried to incorporate a nightly routine that works for us. So we've, like I mentioned earlier, we've been practicing yoga at night. Again, not every single night. Um, We've actually really been into some like horror podcasts. So we, instead of watching TV, we'll we'll cuddle up in bed and listen to a podcast. Uh, We'll listen to a scary podcast and and have only candles, something that we only tried a couple times. But honestly, I don't know why we don't do it more often. But something that we tried a couple nights was that after a certain time at night, we tried to limit our lighting. We actually 
lit some candles and then just kind of hung out on the couch. Whether we talked or we just kind of like almost like meditation, but not necessarily. There's a couple times I fell asleep on the couch, um, but it, it, there wasn't really any real any real purpose in that other than just simply relaxing and limiting limiting lightning. I know phone lighting and TV lighting and all of this stuff can actually impact how we sleep. And so we tried it a couple nights and honestly, like we felt like we had the best sleep ever. The next morning we were more refreshed than the previous nights. And so that's something that I definitely want to continue incorporating in my nightly routine. Also for me, I typically shower at night. To me, showering before bed is a great way to reset and relax and refocus. And I don't, to me, there's just something about just the hot water and turning the lights off and, and just being in that space right before bed. To me, it's really relaxing. I know some other people, they shower in the morning and that is part of their morning routine. My husband showers in the morning, but I typically shower at night just because for me, that's how I relax at night. So with all that being said, when should you change your morning routine? Is there ever a time that you need to change the way you set the course for your day? Maybe this looks like a schedule change and it no longer feels right to wake up at a specific time or it no longer feels right to journal in the mornings. Maybe you switched that and started journaling at night before you went to bed. So gratitude practices or affirmations are the last thing that you're thinking at night. Maybe you recently had a baby. For me personally, I don't know this firsthand because I don't currently have any children, but I do have a lot of friends and family who have babies and, and newborns and toddlers. And, and I know a lot of times you're up and down all night, especially for the moms and, and feeding and diaper changes and stuff like that. So you might not want to get up at four in the morning because you were up until four in the morning trying to put your baby back to sleep or feed your baby or, or whatever that looks like. Also, I remember whenever we first got Doppler three years ago and everyone talked about how puppies get up in the middle of the night, especially whenever they're trying to be potty trained, get up in the middle of the night and have to go to the bathroom. And even though Doppler didn't do that as much as I was expecting, there were still a couple times where he got us up in the middle of the night and I will be honest and say that most of the time, Cody was and still is the person that took out Doppler at night because I did not want to lose any sleep. As I previously mentioned, I hate waking up <laughs> in the middle of the night. I like my sleep and I'm like a heavy sleeper. I can sleep through a lot of sounds and lights and stuff. So all that being said, your schedule may change. Maybe you are starting to work the night shift. Whatever your current profession is, maybe you have to work nights or after you have to work super late hours or super early hours. So a change in schedule can definitely throw off or shift the way we practice our morning routine. Sometimes our morning routine may end up being a nightly routine, meaning that some people work best as night owls. Some people love staying up at night when everyone else is trying to go to bed so they can work on stuff. A lot of people, that's where their best work comes from. I know for some people, this can even be a temporary thing where temporarily they are starting a business so they have to work late nights or they are writing a book and late nights are the only time they have to themselves, whatever that is. Sometimes shifting into a 
specific nightly routine, there is a significance to having a nightly routine. And how you have a nightly routine, how you show up at night can reflect how you show up the next morning and the next day and what that looks like for you. And so some people work best with a specific nightly routine that they follow every night and then their mornings are more open to their schedule and and open to shifting and changing, but they have a specific way to get their mindset and their body ready for bed. Regardless of how frequent your morning routine changes, regardless of what that specifically looks like for you, we need to be intentional with our mornings. Even if that just means you can say a simple quick prayer while you're heading out the door or listening to uplifting music on the way to work. You may not have time to go to the gym every morning before work. You may not have time to drink your green juice, get your water bottle ready, drink the coffee, journal and meditate and just sit in silence and and read your favorite book every single morning. But it is important that you implement at least one specific action every single morning and or every single night to ensure that you are able to show up as your best self. So how do you start your morning routine? What does your morning routine look like? How can you change it? How can you develop a nightly routine? Maybe this episode gave you a little more insight on the importance of having a morning routine. Or maybe I gave you some ideas on how to change what that looks like for you or when to change that depending on your schedule or depending on other people in your household schedule. If you ever have any questions about this show, you can always email me and maybe your question will be featured in a future podcast episode. If you loved this specific episode and know someone who would benefit from this topic, would you mind sending this episode along? It would mean the world to me, seriously. Thanks again for hanging out with me this week. And as always, go and be great today and every day. You won't regret it. Thanks for joining me this week on The Prodigal Daughter. If you would, please rate and review the show. This helps reach listeners like you who want to chase after their God-given callings and dreams. Also, if you have a girlfriend, sister, or any other woman figure in your life who would benefit from the show, feel free to share this on. The Prodigal Daughter is more than just a podcast. It's also a community where we can continue conversations like this one and link arms with the women around us as we reignite the fire from within. Find the Prodigal Daughter community on Facebook. Of course, you can find all of the details of this week's episode, links to our community, and more in the show notes. You can also visit theprodigaldaughter.com for even more podcast episodes and all of my blog posts. Until next time, go and be great today and every day.